When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome into the Pick'em Pod, brought to you by Mason Brew on the SB Nation Podcast Network, and we are recording a little bit early for you uh, here this week, recording on Wednesday night, the 28th, as you are listening on Friday, the 30th, week five of the college football season, already upon us, and we've got a number of great games again here. Eight games against the spread via DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, Scotty White, Von Lozon, myself, Luke Yardy, very excited as we really start to get into the bulk of this college football season. Going back a week ago, uh, I went 5-3, and three, the lone winning week of the group. Scotty and Vaughn both going 3-5. and five. That puts our season standings. I'm a game below 500 at 18-19, and 19, followed by Vaughn at 15-22, and 22, and Scotty sitting at 11-26, and 26, fellas. So it was an interesting week uh, a week ago for sure. A couple could have went either way. Uh, how you guys feeling headed into week five yeah i'm i'm feeling all right uh i'm only a few games back from you i the three and five week it wasn't great but it certainly was not my worst week uh by any means i think i had a one and seven week in there at one point earlier this year so uh you know at, at that point a three and five doesn't look too bad but always trying to go above 500 and uh uh, for everybody listening out there, I'm I'm on the road right now. I don't have any <laughs> notes in front of me or anything, so uh, this could either be a really bad week or a really good week just on sheer luck. I'm I'm, I'm hoping luck is on my side, so we will see. I'm thinking it's going to be eight zero for Yvonne. <laughs> just follow my lead again, Scotty. That's what you got to do. Honestly, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm doing well, but my picks aren't, dude. I suck this year. 
um 15 below 500 um yeah i don't i don't really know i i tried the strategy of picking what i didn't think was gonna happen didn't really work i haven't had a winning week yet um so yeah i mean i've had an zero and five and a one and seven so the three and five last week didn't even feel that bad but i I need a huge week to turn this around. Uh, so I'm hoping this is the week, but if I'm being honest, it's probably not. So as you're listening, we're actually going to kick off our picks tonight because we've got a Pac-12 matchup as 4-0 Washington. Two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road at 4-0 UCLA. Vaughn, I'll start with you. And Mr. No Notes over there, how do you see this one going? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to roll with Washington. They've been pretty impressive, and... Not only have they been winning, but they have been covering as well. They beat Stanford last week, obviously the Michigan State game before that. So uh, UCLA has been sneaky good this season, but uh, Washington has been pretty impressive with Michael Penix. He's uh, The last I saw, I don't know how accurate this is now, but uh, I believe he was seventh in the nation in uh, total passing. So I'm going to roll with uh, Michael Penix Jr. and uh, the Washington Huskies this week. Scotty, how about you? Yeah, I, uh, I'm i with Vaughn here. Uh, I'm going to go with Washington as well. Um, you know, UCLA is kind of tough for me to figure out. I um, haven't really played anybody yet, uh, but they did struggle a lot with South Alabama, so that was a little bit of a concern. Um, and I watched that whole Washington versus Michigan State game, and yeah, Michigan State doesn't have a great secondary, but Penix and that Washington offense really look good. Um, I don't think the crowd is going to be a big factor. Uh, UCLA seems to, to have some trouble getting people out to the games. Um, so I don't think that the road factor is going to really be at play here. So I like Washington to win this one fairly easily. I heard a stat today, I believe it was, that Washington has held a double-digit lead in over 70% of their minutes played here this year. That coupled with the fact that Stanford and Michigan State, their last two opponents, both better than anyone UCLA has played yet this year. Washington is battle-tested. Michael Penix and Kalen DeBoer, they go back to their Indiana days, and they are hitting the ground running here this year. That offense is no joke. Like Scotty mentioned, UCLA struggling with South Alabama. There's no home field advantage uh, for UCLA in Los Angeles at those games. So I'm going to go ahead and I will take Washington as well. So we're all just sitting here uh, with Washington minus two and a half to kick it off. Then we've got an SEC matchup as number seven Kentucky heads to Ole Miss and the Rebels. Seven point favorite, Scotty. Yeah, I've been going back and forth on this one a little bit. Um, it's it's really too early for me me to really have a good grasp on how good these teams are but I, I do know this I don't think that Kentucky is a top 10 team um, and I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if we get a push here with the minus seven um, but at the end of the day I'm, I'm going to lean with the home team uh, Lane Kiffin coached Ole Miss Rebs uh, I'll go with Ole Miss to win by like I said I think it'll probably be a touchdown but I'll just take them to cover Vaughn how about you yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to go with Kentucky in this one. I could see this one, like Scotty just said, being a push. Could see it being a seven-score game. Uh, but I'm going to roll with Kentucky. I just feel like they've been kind of the underdogs. The whole, like, I feel like the whole thing in the offseason with John Calipari calling Kentucky like a basketball school just pissed off the entire football program. They've been playing great. Will Levis hasn't been, like, NFL stud first-round pick quarterback by any means, but he's been winning games and Ole Miss, they've been switching back and forth with their quarterbacks. 
and uh, Zach Evans uh, may not play. So I'm going to go with Kentucky to, at the very least, cover the seven-point spread. So I'm going to take the Rebels here. I'm going with the home team as the uh, minus seven. I know it's it's a tough number, but uh, being at home and my biggest concern about this Kentucky team is are they going to be able to run the football? Now, it did not matter against Florida when they averaged under two yards per carry, but against a high-explosive offense like Ole Miss, uh, they're going to be able to move the football in this Kentucky defense. They're going to put up points, and I'm not sure Kentucky, uh, if they can't run the football and Ole Miss is able to dial up that pressure, I don't think uh, that Will Levis is uh, – I, I didn't understand the hype with him uh, coming in. He, he's played okay here this year. He's got 10 touchdowns to four interceptions, a little over 1,100 yards, but at the end of the day, he's not really a game-changer for me. So I'm going to take the Rebels here to cover the seven because I don't think Kentucky's offense is going to keep up in this matchup as we head into Big 12 play. Number 18, Oklahoma. Six-and-a-half-point favorites coming off the loss to Kansas State as they visit TCU, Vaughn. Yeah, this this is a tough one, but I'm going to go with Oklahoma in a bounce back here. Kansas State is always the team that shocks the world, quote-unquote, and uh, upsets Oklahoma like every single year. Uh, I cannot see Oklahoma, uh, at, at the very least, not covering the spread in this one. But if they dropped a second in a row, that would just be uh, just pure embarrassment for that program. I don't see it happening. I'm going to take Oklahoma uh, to cover the spread six and a half. I, I like how that one's not in, uh, a solid seven. So I will gladly take the six and a half points with Oklahoma. Scotty, how do you see it playing out? I'm going to go with TCU. Um, yeah, Oklahoma, I, I, I picked Texas to win the Big 12 at the beginning of the season for a reason. I don't think that Oklahoma is that talented this year after losing their starting quarterback and their coach to USC. Um, and TCU, I, I mean, they haven't really played anybody yet, but, you know, here they are. They're sitting an undefeated record. Um, I, think that, I think that they can surprise some people. Um, and, yeah, I mean, Oklahoma had a tough loss last week. They really didn't look good. Um, and K-State has been that team that they've really had problems with. Um, but I just don't think it's Oklahoma's year. So they, uh, they could they could go in and get this win, but I think the TCU is going to keep it close. Yeah, I'm going to go with a bounce back here uh, for Oklahoma. And the, and the big reasoning for me is it wasn't the Oklahoma offense. Uh, that was the problem, putting up 34 against Kansas State. They had no answer for Adrian Martinez, you know, and they're not going to see that uh, with uh, Mr. Max Dugan over there. He, not much of a dual threat guy uh, had – 10 attempts for minus 11 yards against SMU against Tarleton. Uh, five attempts for three yards. Had 41 against Colorado State, but not exactly Adrian Martinez. And ultimately, that was the thing that Oklahoma was not able to overcome. They did not have an answer for Adrian Martinez, particularly him uh, using his legs a week ago. They're not going to have that problem with TCU. Brent Venables going to have the team bounce back, ready to go. And uh, they're going to get their first conference win. And I think they do it by double digits as they visit TCU. So I am rocking with Oklahoma to cover the minus six and a half here this week. Speaking of an Oklahoma team, huge matchup in the Big 12 and a uh, rematch of last year's Big 12 championship game. Number nine, Oklahoma State visiting number 16, Baylor. But the Bears, two-point favorite, Scotty. Yeah, I like Oklahoma State here. I think think they're going to take the win um, as well as the cover, obviously. Um, but yeah, like you said, rematch of the Big 12 championship last year. 
where Oklahoma State really had it in the bag and could not get the uh, the goal line touchdown there. Um, they're out for revenge, and man, Oklahoma State, Vaughn, I think that was your pick to win the Big 12 this year, and they're, they're really looking like a good team, um, and I kind of wish that I picked them at the beginning of the year. I, I like Oklahoma State. Vaughn, how about you? Uh I, I think my pick was Baylor. To it win was. The Big it 12, was Baylor's. Actually. I'm looking back at the sheet. And, well, yeah, you and, know, and 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 mind. because of that, uh, uh, and just to be different from you again, Scotty, uh, I'm gonna <laughs> go with Baylor. <laughs> we're we're switching it up this week, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is this is weird. It's different. Yeah, it's different. I'm gonna go with Baylor. Uh, they they've been kind of uh, you know back and forth, teeter totter in this season, but I still trust the coaching staff over there. Dave Aranda is still in my opinion, one of the better coaches in not only the Big 12, but in the entire country. Mike Gundy is a great coach as well. I think this is going to be a really, really good game. Could be the game of the week. Uh, but I'm at the end of the day, I'm going to roll with Baylor to uh, cover. I need them to win the Big 12. Man, this is uh, this make is me look good. such a, a tough game to pick. But ultimately, I think I'm going to be rolling with the Bears here as well this week. And, and the real big reason is this. Oklahoma State defense without Jim Knowles there uh, is a far cry from what it was a year ago. Uh, they took the the you know uh, foot off the gas against Central Michigan, allowed them to get back into it, but they're allowing 376 yards uh, total here this year. And you know if this was a team that could play any you know, shred of defense. I would be very worried about Blake Shapin and his ability to be able to throw the ball uh, on this defense, but but they're pretty much a bunch of traffic cones on that side of the football. So I think Baylor's going to be able to move the fall, the football as well as Oklahoma State, but at the end of the day, Dave Aranda, one of the best coaches and particularly one of the best defensive minds in college football, going to find a way uh, to get Mike Gundy's boys uh, to not be able to move the ball as much as they would like. So I'm going to take the Bears here, minus to ACC matchup as number 10 NC State visiting number five Clemson the Tigers surviving last week six and a half point favorites Vaughn yeah this is a tough one just because it it sounds like the remnants of that hurricane down south might play a factor in this game I saw the over under was at 40 or something along those lines so I am just gonna take uh NC State here with the six and a half points. I I don't know if this is going to be a very high scoring game. These uh, uh, hurricane games or, you know, a- any game that really has a weather impacted, um, it, it can really play a role in how teams uh, certainly play on offense. And I, I think if Clemson has to adjust to a running attack more so than their a passing game, I think uh, that's going to spell trouble for them. So I'm going to go with NC State. How do you see it, Scotty? Yeah, I've got pretty much the exact same reason as Vaughn. It is supposed to pour all day long uh, in Clemson, South Carolina on Saturday. And I really don't think Clemson's that good of a team this year. Um, They look a lot like they did last year. Um, Really did not look great against uh, Wake Forest last week. Barely got out of there alive. Um, I like Clemson to win the game at home, but like like Vaughn said, just because of this weather, I expect a, slow, a low scoring game, not a ton of offense. So I think it'll be tough for them to cover seven. So I'll go with NC State. Yeah, I'm with you boys here, and particularly because these were supposed to be, you know, not only the two top defenses in the ACC, but two of the best defenses in the country. Uh, Clemson has not lived up to that you know, on that side of the football. However, their offense is a little bit better than I definitely would have expected coming into this year. But NC State's defense 
is pretty damn good, allowing less than 300 yards per game, particularly less than 90 on the ground. They are able to move the football uh, when they want to, but that again, that's not going to be the issue here with, with the rain coming down. Winds don't look like it's going to be too much of a factor, about 10, 11 miles an hour, but that rain is going to be uh, a bit of an issue. NC State's going to want to run the football. They're going to play a field position game, and I think Clemson is susceptible to some turnover uh, issues on that side of the football, particularly in the rain, so give me the Wolfpack, who are my ACC uh, preseason uh, championship pick, so I need them to come away with a victory here, not just cover the six and a half, though I guess uh, beggars can't be choosers. As we head into Big Ten play, Purdue visiting number 21 Minnesota, coming off a romping of Sparty in East Lansing, and they are 12-point favorites, Scotty White. Yeah, I'm going to go with Purdue. Um, I think Minnesota's riding high after that big win last week. Um, obviously, Michigan State <clears throat> doesn't seem to be as good as they were a year ago, um, but still feels like a really big win for Minnesota. While on the flip side, Purdue barely escaped last week. I think they were playing Florida Atlantic. I can't, yep. I can't remember. That. I could totally be wrong. Um, but they, I believe it took overtime for them to win that one. Uh, I think Minnesota's might be overlooking Purdue a little bit when really this Purdue team can be really good. They almost beat Penn State. Um, Aiden O'Connell's a really good quarterback. Uh, I like Purdue too. I think they're going to lose, but maybe keep it close, maybe lose by 10. Vaughn, how do you see it, my man? I can't believe I'm going to go with Minnesota because I think they have the better coaching staff. I, <laughs> being a CMU guy, I'm not the biggest P.J. Fleck fan by any <laughs> means, but Jeff Brom is – James Franklin from a couple years ago. He's just, he's got his head so far up his ass. He makes terrible decisions in game. I'm sure he makes terrible decisions outside the game. I just can't trust the guy. He's been, like Scotty just said, the game against Florida Atlantic was very close. That Syracuse game, he completely blew for the entire team. So I'm sure something is going to happen in this game where he will probably screw up at some point. It'll cost him the game. And Minnesota will find a way to cover the spread. So I'm going to pick Minnesota. Yeah, 12 points, it it feels like a lot. But I really think Minnesota's the favorite uh, here in the West. And I think, you know, Tanner Morgan being, you know, in college for 17 years, he, he's a vet, man. He's like having Tom Brady as your signal caller right now. And the, the offense is rolling. Mo Ibrahim, he is back and he is healthy. And they, they've just had an unstoppable offense. And I know they haven't played the best teams. And, you know, Michigan State, you know, not all the disrespect in the world, but that defense is awful. But uh, 543 yards a game here this year while your defense is top 10 in the country allowing just 187 and they have not allowed more than 10 points here this year I love uh Jeff Brom and his creativity um the, the decision making like you alluded to Vaughn has been absolutely horrendous here this year uh but a, a road game for Purdue if this was if this was you know at Purdue I'm flipping this but in Minnesota I'm taking the Gophers and I'm taking the 12 as we've got Michigan State traveling to Maryland Vaughn and the Terps eight and a half point favorites against Michigan State yeah I mean you kind of just alluded to Michigan State their defense is terrible Maryland last week showed that uh, their offense is legit, and that's even without uh, Tunga Vailoa. They, their backup quarterback at the end of the game uh, picked up some key third downs and I believe even a fourth down conversion, and they ended up scoring a touchdown on that drive, and that kid's got some wheels on him at the quarterback position as well. So uh, 
given what I've seen the last couple weeks out of Spart- Sparty's defense, I, I cannot pick them at this point to cover even that kind of spread uh, against a team that preseason I wouldn't have thought would be a major threat in the Big Ten East. But I'm going to pick Maryland here, man. I, I'm surprised to say this, but I'm taking the Terps. Scotty, how do you see it? I'm going to take Michigan State, and I'm taking Michigan State because the last two weeks I've picked Michigan State, and they've gotten blown out, and I think that that's really funny. So I'm going to keep picking Michigan State if they keep getting blown out. Um, honestly, We appreciate like, I, your services, Scotty. Yeah. Thank you so Scott, much. Scotty's like, I'm, I'm already seven games out, man. I'm, yeah, I'm throwing dude. the towel in. Exactly, man. It. Like, I will gladly trade a loss in this for Michigan State to get blown out. Like, honestly, like, the sports, like, knowledge in me thinks that Maryland is going to win this game pretty easily, but I'm picking Michigan state just because of what's happened the last two weeks. So here's, here's another, and I know this is going the other way. So now I'm chasing a lot of points, but this is another one of those. The line movement is telling me pretty much everything I need to know. Michigan state, they opened one, one and a half point favorites against Washington. That moved all the way to three and a half Washington, 11 point victory there last week against Minnesota. I think Michigan state was one or two point favorites, Minnesota, you know, ended up being what two and a half point favorites now Maryland opened a short favorite I think two points two and a half they're all the way out to eight and a half I know it's touched nine uh, at some spots so everyone likes Maryland they don't think Michigan State could stop a nosebleed Maryland's offense is legit they've got playmakers on the outside legit five-star guys um, a running quarterback is going to put a lot more stress on that defense we saw Talia be able to use his legs a lot last week in the big house, and Maryland's offense is legit, legit, and I thought their defense was pretty good as well. I don't think Michigan State has a true identity on that side of the football either right now, so this feels like a a Maryland win, and finally Mike Loxley gets a big-time win as the head coach at Maryland. Then, finally, we head to Kinnick for the big noon kickoff. Number four, Michigan, 11 Point favorites traveling to Iowa to take on the Hawkeyes, Scotty. Yeah, I think last week we kind of saw that, you know, this Michigan team isn't perfect yet. Um, they're still figuring some things out, and Maryland put up a hell of a fight uh, in the big house last week, and crazy things happen at Kinnick. I simply can't take Michigan to cover 11 when the past, I think five of the last six times the top five team has come into Kinnick, Iowa's come out not just covering the spread, but winning the game. Um so I think Michigan's going to get it done, um, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if, if they win easily because Iowa's not that good of a team, but that defense is really good, um, and I think that they're going to keep things close, and it's, and it's going to be a tricky one this week. Vaughn, how do you see it playing out? Totally agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking Iowa to cover here. I can't believe the, uh, the spread has jumped up to 11 points on DraftKings. I was kind of stunned by that when I was updating the spreadsheet before we started here, but Yeah, I mean, Harbaugh said it this week in his press conference with the media. Uh, Kinnick Stadium is where top five teams go to die. And Kinnick has been very cruel to top, not only just top five, but just top 25 teams in general. And I don't think Iowa's going to pull off the win. But that said, I wouldn't be shocked if they did win this game outright. There are serious concerns, uh, at least for me, with Michigan's run defense. And I think uh, Iowa's running back is uh, pretty good. That'll set up the play action with their tight end, Laporta, who is uh, a bona fide NFL caliber prospect. Uh, I I think this, I could be smelling an upset, 
but I think Michigan will get it done at the end of the day. They just won't cover the 11-point spreads. So give me Iowa. Man, it is so tough. Is a top-five team going into Kinnick, there's something about it. Usually you're like, ah, it's small sample sizes. They're outliers. I think there's really something about it to be quite honest with you, and I'm taking Iowa plus the 11. My major concern here uh, is Michigan taking care of the football, you know, because uh, are you going to want to press against an Iowa team that plays that two-safety shell coverage? Um, you need to figure out how to do some things. Receivers were not getting separation against Maryland. I think Iowa's a better defense. Uh, J.J. McCarthy is, has been known to, you know, he, he threw a couple of, of balls that could have been intercepted, put the ball on the ground once in that Maryland game. If he does that against Iowa, that is an opportunistic defense. I think that there are some major concerns there, and 11 points is way, way, way too high for me, especially for Michigan's first road game of the year. Give me the Hawkeyes to cover the 11 at home so those are our eight picks against the spread here this week in our pick em pod and before we go scotty i'll let you know everyone where they can find you on social media you guys can find me on twitter at scotty white underscore scotty spelled s-c-o-t-t-y i uh, got all the podcast posts there all the football articles posted there as well so give me a follow on twitter vaughn how about you Hey, I'm about to make it home, boys. I, nice. <laughs> this drive, it, it, the podcast lasted the whole drive. So uh, success there. But uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon and follow Mason Brew. We'll be live tweeting during the game on Saturday. Big noon kickoff should be uh, a really fun one to cover. So go check us out there. And you can find me on Twitter at Luke Giardi, L-U-K-E-G-H-I-A-R-D-I. Follow the Mason Brew show page on Twitter. Subscribe, rate, and leave a review for uh, all of your shows, all of your favorite shows uh, from us here at Mason Brew. We do have a plethora of them for you all week. And don't forget to subscribe to the Mason Brew YouTube page as well. That's going to do it for us on the Pick'em Pod. For my partners, Vaughn Lozon and Scotty White, I'm Luke Giardi, and we'll see you next week.